Hello, and welcome to a special spooky edition of oh, Veterinary Journal Club. Any spooky sounds. You didn't download any? Well, you should have prepared. So, if you're listening right now, you're missing out, I guess is what I would say. Topher and I are in our Halloween costumes Yay. that we picked out for one another. And if you're... I picked out first, and then someone copycatted. We had a theme. We already we had discussed what we were doing. You just happened to order yours faster. I don't know. I think I win though. <laughs> <laughs> Look at those pants. All right. If you're if you're just listening, it might be worth just a quick blip on over to YouTube <laughs> so that you yeah. can see this. Um, but uh, yeah, so we're doing a, a special spooky edition of the podcast. Um, we're also in a, a new location. Or I mean, sort yeah, of. We have a fire. Yeah, we're like at the fireplace. We're doing fireplace chats. Fireside chat's a thing. Fireside. All right, we can't, we can't take that. Nobody's doing it nowadays. Oh, Stopped okay. that years ago. Oh, okay, cool. Then fireside chat it is. Um, so we thought we would do like a fun Halloween edition of the show and talk about Halloween-related stuff. Yeah. Um, candy. Yeah. Candy and Delicious pets. candy. What's your favorite candy? It's probably Snickers. Snickers? That's eh, a safe, safe choice. Because it's, it's good. Um, I mine's probably anything with caramel in it. Yeah. So three Musketeers, Werther's, Werther's original, Werther's original, are York good. peppermint patty, Milk Duds. York peppermint patty doesn't have caramel in it. That's toothpaste. Yeah, but it's like old people candy. Yeah, you like all it's the filled old with toothpaste. Candy. I don't like all the old people candy. Circus I like peanuts. Car- no, ew. Candy corn. I do like candy corn. You know the best part though are the pumpkins. The the pumpkin shaped yeah. ones. Those the are best part is there's the same amount every year. All right, all right. We've told it's okay. that joke. They wash them. <laughs> they You're wash them. You're gonna get us in trouble <laughs> for using Lewis Black's stuff. Stand up shtick. If he wants to complain and sue us, I am okay with that. Yeah, that. Yeah, we probably. They be, wash be them moderately. <laughs> they wash it. They wash it. Um. So, yeah, we were going to talk about the, the types of emergency type things, I guess, that are um, you're worried about at Halloween. So probably the big thing is going to be, you know, if your cat sees a poltergeist, how to calm it down. I think they're fine with that. Oh, okay. That's, I don't know. Our cats seem okay with it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, we are in a new, much older house. Our last house yeah. was very new. This one is. Yeah, it was from, built in the 60s. Yeah. So, you know, pretty old for an American house. Yeah. Um, so it's probably haunted, I assume. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what the cats think. They, I don't know. <laughs> the kitten's looking at something right now. What are you seeing, buddy? Um, so yeah, what do you want? We were talking about like the candies that could be bad. Yeah. So what is, so everybody knows that chocolate is bad for, no, is it both bad for dogs and cats? Yeah. Well, so what does it actually do? It's bad for dogs, cats and people if you ate the amounts that dogs and cats ate. Yeah. So it's got theobromine in it and um that's the, the that Is that the guy caffeine. from um Theo? Um, <laughs> what's my yes. The Cosby show? Yeah, Theo. Theobromine. Uh yeah. <laughs> uh th- yeah, that's what it's called, theobromine. Anyway, it's the the main toxic component, but also a lot of the uh, a lot of chocolate has a good bit of caffeine in it. Um, so the caffeine in and of itself can be a problem, but uh, yeah, it'll cause tachyarrhythmia, so fast heart rhythms, agitation. It can cause neurologic signs, seizures. But you have to eat a lot of chocolate. Uh, but it has to do with how much, um, like the percent cacao. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's how you pronounce that. that I think it? you're right. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
So the the more actual chocolate that's in the chocolate, the the more theobromine there's going to be in the the so like baker's chocolate. If a dog sticks its face into a dry baker's chocolate, which for some reason they sometimes do, um, that's going to be more worrisome than if they had like a Hershey's milk chocolate bar. And there's actually not any real chocolate in milk chocolate, so milk chocolate's totally fine. You can eat a bushel of milk chocolate and be fine, mm-hmm. uh, which I highly I recommend. Know. I don't know if they'd be okay eating. Like, would that be that make them throw up if they ate a bushel? Milk a chocolate. bushel? Um, it depends on how quickly they ate it. If you ate it over time, you'd probably be okay. <laughs> Dogs don't eat things over time. No, that's the, that's the main problem that they have is they're just like all of it right now. Um, so, but most of the time, most of the time, chocolate's not that big a deal. Yeah. That's not the worst thing that uh, dogs and cats can eat at Halloween. Um, and again, if they eat a lot of it, they, I don't mean to play it down, but like most of the time they don't eat so much. Um, the bigger thing would be, yeah, if they get like cocoa nibs or again, the baker's chocolate. Cocoa nibs? Yeah. That's like the little, never heard of that? No. Google it. I don't have my phone. Yeah. Oh, you found your book though. Good job. Um, you have your phone. What are, is that like a type of candy? Is that a brand? N- n- no. <laughs> oh, no. It's like, not a real It's thing? like a part of the, of the cocoa. Hang oh, on. Psh, don't care. Cocoa. I thought it was like nibs. a like a Hershey's Kiss or something. It is. It's totally. That's what it is. Um, there you go. Something Here. that I would get on Halloween. Look at that. So so much um, further away now. Yeah, <laughs> it is. But um, at any rate, you you have to kind of have some idea of what um, how much chocolate is in the chocolate. Um, the more chocolate, the the more potentially dangerous it is, and it can be dangerous. Um, but they have to eat a lot for their weight, and so you know if a Chihuahua and a Labrador ate the same amount. The Chihuahua was going to be in a lot bigger trouble. Cats don't tend to be big chocolate eaters. I don't know if I've ever seen. Have I ever seen a, a cat? Which I probably have, but I can't remember. It's almost always dogs. Yeah, our kid eats everything, and he won't eat candy. Yeah, he's not a big fan of. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's like he's interested, but he's he's not like meh into it. Um, the the here's the cool thing. Um, if a dog has eaten a bushel of chocolate and they come in and you induce vomiting, it's the only time the vomit ever smells good. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, mmm, chocolate vomit, Uh, which is weird, I know, but it's true. It it smells good. Um, Better than if you wait for it to come out the back because the diarrhea doesn't smell good. So chocolate is an obvious one. Um, The other thing would be uh, like sugar-free candies that might contain an artificial sweetener, xylitol. You've heard me talk about xylitol. candy. Yeah, well, you know, for like diabetics or people on a diet or something. Oh, I'm thinking about <laughs> fun candy on Halloween. Right, but you know. Yeah. I feel if we can't talk about candy without talking about artificial sweeteners. And xylitol is a, uh, an important toxin and we see a good bit of it. Actually, probably the most common thing um, that animals ingest that contains xylitol is sugar-free gum. Yeah. And a lot of gums are sugar-free. For some reason, people love them some sugar-free gum. Makes sense that you have it around your teeth the whole time. You don't want it. <laughs> you're trying to piss off the cats i like playing i think he's like in your pants mm-hmm. he might be afraid of them though i'm not sure so um xylitol is is a, another important toxin it's an artificial sweetener um and one of the reasons it gets used uh in like diabetic foods and you know things for people is that it induces insulin release which if you're a diabetic is cool because um, that's what you're not doing very well is uh, now if you like completely don't have insulin, it's not going to help you. But if you're like a type two diabetic, maybe it'll help a little bit, um, get you to produce some of your own insulin. 
If you're a dog, it's going to have you um, release too much insulin, and then you're probably going to become hypoglycemic, low blood sugar, which is dangerous in the short term. So in the first you know, hours after eating a bunch of sugar-free gum, a dog can get a really low blood sugar, which could be bad, but easy to treat. Give them some sugar. It's fine. The problem really comes Feed into- Feed them some chocolate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just not sugar-free chocolate. Give them the real stuff. Um, actually, it's probably got to be like milk chocolate because most- don't give them baker's chocolate because there's not any sugar in that. Um, but the problem is it can actually cause liver damage and liver failure. If they get enough of it, um, that happens a little bit later. Like, you know, the next day they can go into liver failure. So that's one that even if they don't have signs of low blood sugar, it's probably a good idea to try to decontaminate them, like induce vomiting or, um, you know, otherwise try to get it out of their system because it, it can and, and does cause liver damage. So that's the more worrisome part of xylitol toxicity. Um, what other things at Halloween do they get into? Um, jawbreakers. Prop, prop, what? You said I'm old. Who has jawbreakers? Everybody has jawbreakers. Last time you saw a jawbreaker. I don't get candy anymore other than like Snickers. (laughs) You look at me like I have some, you're an adult, get a jawbreaker if you want. (laughs) Um, let's see. What other Halloween things would be problematic? Um, we talked about this, didn't we? Yeah. Come up with something else. Yeah. Like all the plastic wrappers. Oh yeah. The plastic wrappers. That's the other thing actually when animals get into, oh, like raisins are sometimes people eat raisinets for some reason. Um, (laughs) so that this is okay. So this is an interesting thing. Raisins, grapes. We've talked about this before. I don't know if we talked about it on the show. I'm pretty sure you and I have talked about this. I don't know if grapes and raisins are really toxic. That's that's probably, somebody's going to be upset that I said this. But I don't know. And you know what? No one else does either. You know how I well, know we don't know? Because you haven't seen a paper on it? Well, because we haven't proven it. Like, we don't know what the toxic component is. And some animals seem to be able to eat grapes and raisins and be totally fine. And others, it seems like maybe they have a handful and they have, you know, renal failure. That's what that one causes. Maybe they just really don't like them and they're just like. <laughs> and then their kidneys just shut down. Yeah. It was so bad. Um, I'm so I don't, I don't know. Um, that one's, that one's a tricky one for me. I, your dog and cat can go its whole life without ever having a grape or raisin and live a, a lovely, complete and full life. So I'm not recommending that you give your pets grapes or raisins. But I've definitely had plenty of cases over the years where, um. Animals, you know, historically had gotten into grapes or raisins and they're fine. Motor's being really cute right now. Yeah, I don't know if it's in the camera though. Oh man, he's being adorable. So, uh, yeah, but so avoid chocolate covered raisins or other raisin. I mean, in general at Halloween, you should avoid chocolate covered (laughs) raisins. Raisins are fine in certain circumstances. I can't think of any right now, but. I like the yogurt covered raisins. Yeah. But not as a candy. You know what? I think I like raisins. Just as raisins. Like I can eat like a handful of raisins, yeah. but if you put them in things, you'll But lose if you were a, a dog, that it'd sounds be delicious. Russian roulette. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it is. It's Russian roulette. Um, so it's not worth it. It's not that's also not a game I would play. <laughs> I would not play Russian roulette. That seems like a terrible idea. Um, but there can be other things in inside the candy that could be bad. But as you were saying, like the, the wrappers, um, uh, not the singers, but like the containers, the plastic that the, mm-hmm. the candy comes in. Sometimes that's the biggest problem. A dog eats the entire, you know, like target bag of the fun size chocolate bars and the chocolates. Okay. You know, that's fine. But like also he gets an obstruction from all the plastic wrappers um so that's something else if it forms like a bezoar in the stomach can be a problem a bezoar a bezoar 
B-E-Z-O-A-R? No, it's B-E-E-S-W-A-R. Well, that's not what I said, but (laughs) I said a bezoar. What is a bezoar? A bezoar is like a concretion of something. I don't know if it specifically means it's in the stomach, but that's the only time I've ever used the term. But like, um, it's one of your doctor uh, words. A trichobezoar is a hairball. That's a fancy doctor word for a hairball. Yeah. Um, but like, it, people who swallow entire bottles of aspirin as like a method to commit suicide, oh. the, the ball of aspirin can form a bezoar in their I was stomach. Thinking, when you said people who swallow entire bottles, I was thinking of the bottle. <laughs> It's like, why would you do that? <laughs> oh, to commit to the the entire content, the the contents of an entire, but yeah, you know what I'm saying now. My right. listeners knew what I was saying, <laughs> but, but I like yours. Yours is better. You're like, I, I'm just now imagining somebody trying to swallow an entire like pill bottle. I'm picturing like the economy size too. Yeah, not, not a little one, but like like a giant, you know. 1,000 aspirin tablets. Yeah. It reminds me of the uh, Aziz and Sorry show where his dad's the proctologist and he has like all the things on his shelf that he's removed from people's butts. Yeah. This probably what was the name of that show? That was a good show. It was on Netflix. What was it called? I forget. I forget too. Yeah, well. Um, back to Halloween. What were we saying? So we're saying uh, chocolate, not as big a deal as it seems. Yeah. Still don't advise it. Xylitol. Big deal. Yeah, bigger deal. Yeah. Raisins. Gross. Possibly big deal. Yeah. Possibly don't, not. Avoid them. Wrappers are. If enough of them are in there, yeah, it's a problem. Yeah. Because they can cause a bees war. Yeah. <laughs> the bees will just go crazy. Outright war is what it will be. Um, I don't know. Pumpkin. What about pumpkin? What do you know about pumpkin? I know it um, makes a good pie. Mm-hmm. And... It's a gourd. What if a dog or a cat ate pumpkin? Should we feed the cats pumpkin? I'm pretty sure the kittens had pumpkin. He's had pumpkin. Yeah, pumpkin's fine. Some people actually recommend adding pumpkin. Oh, that's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, it's extra fiber. Add some canned canned pumpkin to your dog's diet. Yeah, freeze pumpkin. Yeah. Give it to him. I don't know if that really makes that big of a difference, but yeah, no, it's not harmful. So um, squashes and and pumpkins are fine. Um, What other Halloween things are there? There's like costumes. The decorations and stuff. Yeah. Sequins. You shouldn't have them eat all the sequins or I don't know what else would be part of your costume. Um, cobweb. Fake cobweb. It's probably more just like stressing the animals out with like yeah. all, these, all these people. The doorbell just keeps ringing. <laughs> yeah. That would be a thing like the door. Your dog starts yapping. Like, what do you do? I think those people don't decorate their homes and they close things off so people don't or they lock the dog up or I don't know, send it no, to their people don't lock their dogs up. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. How can you calm your dog down if it's getting freaked out from all the people coming to the door? Lock the door? Turn on, uh, like, un- unplug the doorbell? You have very good advice. Well, I mean, people calm them down with drugs. Um, but I would say avoidance would be nicer for your dog. Yeah. It was like that time we went and we were watching the fireworks and the people brought their dogs. And it's like, oh, yeah. your dogs don't want to watch fireworks. The dogs were freaking out. It's like, you were going to ruin this for everybody, including yourselves. Just... Eventually, those people did walk away. With yeah, the dogs. they had to take like, the dog away. In what world did you think your dogs were going to enjoy this? Do- yeah. What? No. Maybe get like a doggy daycare for our doggy Halloween care. Ooh, ooh. For your thing. Doggy spooky, spooky care. Spooky night care. What do you call it? I don't know. Um, God, why are the cats being really cute right now? I don't think either. Because it's are warm over here. Oh, that's true. Um, so yeah, I mean, really, Halloween's not a great holiday for pets although i will say people do like dressing their pets up yeah what is that like like pretty how can sure you... they don't like it yeah 
The vast majority of them hate it. <laughs> they look it. so adorable. They do, but I'm pretty sure they hate it. Don't we? We have like a rainbow thing for Hippo. Yeah. He doesn't do like it at first. Is? Yeah, I know where it is. Oh, why didn't we dress him up? I forgot about it. He'd been in the, the pictures. <laughs> He'd be cowering in the corner somewhere. It'd be adorable. Um, it would match our outfits, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the animals generally do not like being dressed up, um, no matter how much. Why I, is that? Because they already have a coat on. I don't know. Babies don't really like being dressed either. You have to, like, just beat it out of them. You <laughs> will wear clothes. <laughs> yeah, like, little kids love running around naked. Yeah, it's not natural. Like, I think there's a video of a dad trying to put a onesie on his kid, and he gets like one, so one you get one arm in. I think it's because he was trying one. to do twins. And yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and they kept popping out. The toddlers, yeah, they're just like, I don't want to wear these clothes. Yeah, babies don't want to be wearing clothes. They hate that. They hate it. Uh, it's not natural, and so animals are like, no, this is restricting. I also don't know what it is, and it's weird, and it feels uncomfortable. Cats, in particular, don't like stuff on their feet. Generally speaking. Yeah. What is yeah, like the fall things that you see come in to the ER? Like summer, you probably see like snake bites and stuff like that. I don't know. All the oh. usual stuff. Like probably dep- Oh, leaf oh, ingestion. Around here, no. We're starting to see a bunch of antifreeze ingestion, which sucks. Oh. Yeah, I don't like it. We don't have that in Florida. No. We exchange cycad or sagopalm toxicity for antifreeze and both of them are the worst they're tied for the worst talks actually antifreeze is probably a little bit worse i don't know Ooh, that's tough so they're both really awful so, so what does antifreeze poisoning do ethylene glycol it destroys their kidneys permanently irreversibly and the problem with it which is also similar to the problem with sagopalm sagopalm causes liver failure but in both of them you have a very short window where you can do something about it so sagopalm you just have to get it out of their system before they absorb too much of it so you have to induce vomiting gastric lavage um and just you that you have to know that they ate it what's gastric lavage gastric lavage is pumping their stomach um so you pass a tube down their stomach Using and all pump these doctor water. words today sorry jargon i am in fact a doctor yeah. I know I'm not supposed to use the jargon. It's, it it get it got beat into me for so yeah. long. Um, yeah, so you pump their stomach. And then with ethylene glycol, it's a liquid. And so like it's, you know, and you're like, you're going to have to learn this. But, you know, like the antifreeze, it's in washer fluid. Um, like so for people who live in places with winter, like us now, um, you have to put antifreeze in your windshield washer fluid for your car. I know nothing about this. Uh, well, that's a thing. And so ethylene glycol is the thing that keeps it from freezing, even when the temperature gets really low. So it's used in other things, but that's the, the main thing. So when people are working on their cars, they have some in their garage, um, and it has a sweet taste to it. And uh, so dogs and cats sometimes like to drink it, but because it's liquid, it's basically an alcohol. It um, is absorbed really rapidly. And the ethylene glycol itself isn't terrible. It's essentially, it's, as I said, it's an alcohol, and so it makes them kind of drunk, which for a while is not, that's not that big a deal. But then the body converts it into some very toxic metabolites. And the metabolites are what destroy the kidneys. So people, if you don't, like if a, if a person's pet gets into ethylene glycol and they either didn't witness it or didn't realize it was toxic, the animal will act drunk for a little bit and then it'll get better because that drunken part goes away because all the stuff, the right. alcohol version has converted. And meanwhile, it is destroying your kidneys. Um, and it's very effective at doing that. And pretty much like if it gets to the point where, um, the kidneys are destroyed and they have azotemia, like their uh, kidney values go up, it's, they're done, they're toast and it sucks. 
So we've been seeing that now that it's getting cooler, which is awful. Um, just let things freeze, man. Like just, yeah, just, let, just ice cubes are cool too. Come up with something else. Um, Seems like there'd be a lot of chemicals that you could substitute. I don't, I don't know. I mean, you're just, you're not really supposed to drink it. Probably any other chemicals that would do the same thing would be toxic in a different way. But it's, it's, uh, it's awful. Yeah. Hate it a whole lot. And you have about, if, if it's a cat, if our cats ever got into it, you'd have like an hour or two um, from the time that they ingested it to try to give them the antidote. So there is an antidote, but you have a very small window um, to get it uh, into them. And dogs, you have a little bit more time. Um, because cats are very sensitive to it and they metabolize it really quickly. Um, so dogs, you've got a, maybe about five hours. So cats, you get two or three dogs, you get probably upwards of five. I mean, if it's a little bit past five hours, you probably still try to treat, but I've had just even in, in the time that I've been here in Virginia, um, we've had one case I've seen probably five or six now, and only one has been treated in that time frame. The rest, we got them after the, that window. Two of them were cats, and so that window is just so stinking small. Like, you literally have to watch them eat it and be like, don't do that, and then immediately take them to the vet um, to get the treatment, like, right away. It's awful. I don't know why you wanted to bring this awful thing up. So, antifreeze, super important. So, if you're listening and you haven't been around this before, you just weren't sure, you don't remember, here's the most important thing you need to remember about ethylene glycol. I don't care if you remember what it does. You can look that up. You'll have time to look that up. What you need to remember is ethylene glycol or antifreeze is super duper duper toxic and you have a very short window where you can do something about it. So if somebody calls you and says, I think my animal may have licked some antifreeze, you say, stop what you're doing and bring your pet to me right now. And then as they're driving into your clinic, you can be looking up what you need to do. So just don't, I don't care if you remember anything else about it. Just remember you have to do right now, right now, 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 like just Drill that into your brain. Um, the rest of it can be Googled, um, but you don't have time. Like you, you, minutes, I was like minutes equals nephrons. So every every minute, nephrons are the functional unit of the kidney. Mm-hmm. And so every minute that you spend, parts of the kidney is dying. And it sucks. It just makes me so sad. So uh, yeah, but if you get them help in time, they can do, they can do very well. Um, so if you remember nothing else, remember ethylene glycol, minutes matter, get your butt to a clinic and they have, there's an antidote that's really expensive. Um, at least in our hospital, it's like 700 bucks for like one vial. Um, it's called fomepazole or 4MP. Uh, but this is the kind of cool part about ethylene glycol. Um, not about ethylene, about the treatment for ethylene glycol is that the other thing you can do is just get them really, really, really drunk. Yeah. So you infuse like vodka directly into their veins Um, because what you're trying to do is keep the enzyme that would convert the ethylene glycol to the toxic part occupied you basically like keep it really really busy throw it just get them super duper duper drunk and then they can excrete the ethylene glycol without metabolizing it not converting it into the toxic part how long does that take um i haven't done that treatment in a while but you probably do that for like i don't know six eight twelve hours maybe so they are like it's like alcohol poisoning. You are going to cause alcohol poisoning. They are going to be so drunk, like the worst frat party you've ever seen, just passed out drunk, like terrible. There's risks of like aspiration pneumonia and things like that. So if you have so a really- hospital, so. 
Yeah, no, it, you can, you can, it's better than your kidneys die and then you die. Um, it's definitely better. Um, if you have the fomepazole and the clients can afford it, it's actually, it's actually cheaper to give the, the fomepazole because the alcohol poisoning in and of itself is fairly expensive because all the supportive care you have to do yeah. and you have to do it for longer. But not everybody has it on their right. shelves, but you can go to the corner liquor store or Walmart or whatever and buy the cheapest, you know, highest proof vodka you can find. Um, and again, don't memorize all of these things. These are things you will look up. Um, just remember, ethylene glycol, antifreeze, get in right now. The closest veterinarian right now. That's what you need to remember. Um, also, just let things freeze. That's the other. <laughs> keep the antifreeze around or keep it away. Keep it away. You don't need it. It's fine. Um, that's not true. Obviously, some people do need it, but keep it locked away. Don't let Anna, the, the dog, we had one not that long ago who actually, she did okay. We need to check on her to make sure she's still okay. But um, I think she got lucky. They brought her in and she got the treatment like right at five hours, which made me really nervous. Um, but like they were out in the garage and they thought they had a bucket that had like water and some antifreeze in it. And they thought it was covered and it wasn't. And so the dog drank from the bucket. And then later she got kind of drunk and then she was vomiting and then they induced more vomiting, which didn't help at all. Um, and they just kind of delayed bringing her in. Um, anyway, she, they got lucky. She got treated. Um, and we either she didn't get it that much, um, which is possible, but also they, we treated her pretty quickly. So, yeah. but it's a stupid one. What are other seasonal things? Like people get cold and the flu and stuff when it starts to get colder that happened with cats and dogs. I don't think there's, I don't know that I've noticed like a seasonal difference because um, like the main reason people tend to get colds and flus is because they spend more time indoors. I feel like dogs and cats generally, that doesn't change too much. I think it's because they spend more time around other people. That's what I mean, indoors around other people. Yeah. Um, well, you can, like I see like a hundred people a day. My cat sees. Two. Season one other cat. One and two and another cat. Yeah. Um, so if your behaviors change and it affects like who your dog or cat are around, then maybe, but generally, no, I, I don't really see like a seasonal difference between they're getting the snuffles. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, not really. Like dogs might get kennel cough, um, if they're staying in the kennel. So like the yeah. holidays, yeah. Every time you go and you board your dog, you know, it, you increase the risk of it getting some infectious cold type thing, but. Yeah, it's a little different. It's more behavior. Like, what are you doing and what what's their exposure? Um, I don't know what other fall things. I don't know. Cinnamon poisoning? I'm not. That's not a thing. <laughs> that's not a thing that I know of. Uh, I'm sure, I guess if you ate enough cinnamon, it probably would be. Um, yeah. Those are the big things I think of. Yeah. What's the worst one for Halloween candy stuff? The worst what for Halloween candy? Like, like what's the the worst thing? Or what's the thing that you would think is the most problematic? Um, like my animal did people. blank. Uh, it got into blank. Antifreeze. I don't know. <laughs> um, the like the worst candy. Yeah. I don't know. What's uh oh <laughs> almond joys and mounds? Because they have coconut. Because they're disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Yep, those are the worst ones for sure. Hands down. I won't even make it puke because I don't have to smell that. That's gross. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I don't know. Uh, I can't really think that. Halloween's not actually the worst um, of all the things that they could get into. But we are starting to get into the colder weather. So the ethylene glycol is a problem. 
not specific to Halloween, but just specific to the cooling off of things. Oh, what about animals in the cold? Like if you keep your dog outside. Yeah. So depending on the breed of dog, it might be totally fine. Yeah. Probably the biggest issue. Like a normal, think like a normal mixed breed weighs probably 50 pounds. I just think like any any animal, it needs shelter. Um, It needs to make sure it has food and water. That's probably one of the bigger things that if people aren't thinking about it, it's not that the animal freezes, but their source of water does. Yeah. Um, So that can be a problem. We had that happen one time when I was a kid. We had a big like kiddie pool that our dog could drink from outside and it froze one day. And then my dad went out and that like busted it with a hammer. And then the... That doesn't help. (laughs) I was like, that's not going to make it liquid. Oh, there was liquid underneath. It was just the top oh, for us. Okay. It was a, it was a kiddie pool, like yeah, like a huge pool. But it could freeze solid. No, it's Florida. It can't oh, this was solid. Florida. Gotcha. Yeah. That's right. And I so forgot. he busts it, and then the dog is carrying like one of the big shards of ice around the yard, <laughs> having a grand old time. Yeah, oh, that's fun. He's like, I want to live somewhere cold. Yeah, it was a uh, an Akita. Oh, <laughs> so. yeah, that was like the best day of that dog's life. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of dogs really like to be outside. I mean, cats, obviously, we have a bajillion outdoor cats that survive outside. So just like giving them access to shelter, they can, they're pretty clever and they're like, wow, I feel cold. Mm-hmm. I should shelter from the elements. Um, so providing them shelter, access to fresh water, um, you know, that's protected. So they make like heated water bowls and things for outdoor animals. Um, you know, but just like if it's you or I, like if they get wet and then are cold, that's it's harder for them to thermoregulate because it's just the, the you're going to lose more heat that way and you can't warm yourself up as effectively. Um, you know, so it's not like hypothermia is not a possibility. Of course it is. Um, but most otherwise healthy animals can live outside. Not if something they you have, see very often. Mm-mm. No, it's really not. Um, I remember seeing it once in Florida. There was a cat that had been like, sort of it was like it was weirdly attacked by three other dogs like they never bit the cat they i don't know if they were playing with it what they were doing but the cat was covered in dog drool and then it like because the the owners weren't home and then it was like in the bathtub and it was like air conditioned or so they found it basically in the bathtub air conditioned no wounds on it no lacerations or anything like that but it was like a temperature was like 90 degrees or something it was really really cold um and you know came in in shock and we were able to warm it up but that was in florida and it was just because it was covered in water from all the drool and then it was uh it was not able to uh warm itself back up um so that That sounds like it might have been a poltergeist that's probably what it was that's most likely yeah, you're right. Thinking back, I'm sure that's what it was now. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like hypothermia is a potential thing, but mm, I, I, no, it's not like that's yeah. a common issue. Now, if they're otherwise sick for some reason um, and they get, you know, they can't get to shelter, then sure it can happen. But usually I, I feel like there would have to be some other problem. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not true of like infants, um, you know, babies and things like that if they don't have shelter. But that's what, you know, moms are usually around for. They keep babies warm, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Mm. yeah i mean we'll see we'll see it more here than we did in florida for sure um and if you know we were in like alaska or something maybe we'd see it even more but generally speaking animals are built for that they're built to be outside yeah i mean like some of the dogs that we've bred all of the dogness out of them (laughs) maybe less so but um yeah no they're good that's why they don't want to wear clothes they're like i'm fine thanks I don't need to wear this sweater. Yeah, at all. And it just, it's not my color. So, yeah, that's kind of, I don't have anything else. I feel like that's all I got. Really, this show was just about, for those of you watching on YouTube, to see our super awesome Halloween Halloween costumes. costumes. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, again, 
check that out uh, if you haven't, even if just for a glimpse. Uh, I think you won't be disappointed, especially Topher's shirt. It's pretty <laughs> awesome. Really, the pants. I don't know. I can't decide which one I like better. I like Bobby's shirt. Let's that's, get physical. That's right. We're going to go work out now. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye.